Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, offering insights and practices for spiritually, consciously living today. Here's your host, Yogacharya, Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, where we talk about yoga in its depth and breadth as a pathway to spiritually conscious, fulfilled living today. I'm your host, Yogacharya O'Brien, and uh, today our topic is Vedic Counseling, How to Love Your Life by Developing Good Self-Care. And I'm so delighted um, that we're recording this program on Valentine's Day, and um, we have Dr. Suhas Shirsagar and Dr. Manisha Shirsagar to uh, talk with us about what Arveda and yoga can tell us about um, being in love, about being in love with life, being in love with one another, um, the vital connection between self-care and loving relationships. And I really can't think of uh, a better better guest to have with us today um, than these two um, uh, doctors who uh, share these wonderful practices with others, but also are living examples of love and vitality. Dr. Suha Shirsagar is a classically trained Ayurvedic physician, motivational speaker, author of The Hot Belly Diet and Change Your Schedule, Change Your Life, How to Harness the Power of Clock Genes to Lose Weight, Optimize Your Workout, and Finally, Get a Good Night's Sleep. And he's co-author also with Dr. David Frawley of The Art and Science of Vedic Counseling. He's a Rick Vedic Brahmin by tradition. He's also a medical astrologer and Vedic counselor. Dr. Manisha Sirsagar is also a classically trained Ayurvedic physician specializing in women's health and infant health, skin care, and natural beauty treatments. She offers regular workshops on Ayurvedic nutrition and cooking, panchakarma, and herbology. She's author of this beautiful book, Enchanting Beauty, Ancient Secrets to Inner, Outer, and Lasting Beauty, and also a text, Ayurveda, a quick reference guidebook, handbook. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour, Dr. Suhas and Dr. Manisha, and happy Valentine's Day to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, such a joy to be with you, uh, uh, Yoga Acharya Ji, and happy Valentine's to you and Amarnath Ji, and to all of our listeners. It's a, it's a wonderful day to celebrate and remember that what is the most important core value of humanity, which is nothing but love and unconditional love. So, so happy to be with you here. And um, you asked us about um, our our um, relationship and our partnership. And uh, uh, my Valentine, Dr. Manisha, we have been uh, married for almost 30 years now. And it mm. feels as if it was yesterday. And uh, the reason yeah. why it feels that way is because 
uh, even though life has been so full and so busy and so hectic, but but being together with her has made me a better human being, a better parent, uh, a better householder. And when we met, uh, it feels as if we were literally uh, little kids getting together. But then mm -hmm. together we manifested a wonderful life. So many times I see uh, many of my patients struggle with that, where they try to manifest first their life and then try to find a relationship which is going to fit in there. But mm -hmm. if you are able to find someone that is absolutely on board together with you, in the right phases in life, as you know, and you have written that beautifully in your book, Yoga Chariji, about the ashramas. So right after mm -hmm. you finish the Brahmacharya ashram and you get into the Grihastha ashram in the householder phase, you start the life together. And mm -hmm. the, the rituals of self-care that you do, when you wake up together, um, how you start your day in the morning, how you end your day in the evening, your food habits, your exercise habits, your, your practices for emotional well-being, whether you do it through yoga, meditation, fun, laughter, any of those things. And then from the Grihastha you slowly mature to this next phase. So this is pretty clearly laid out. And if you do it effortlessly, without putting a lot of intellectual attention to that, I think you will, you will have a wonderful, wonderful quality relationship. And at mm. the end of the day, uh, nobody is perfect, but uh, those imperfect individuals create perfect relationship. And the way you do that is by not ignoring some of the uh, imperfections, but you accepting them as they are and slowly evolve together. And by the time you live together for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you see that, those, those become almost uh, points for your amusement, that you feel intrigued and fascinated and amused by some of the challenges that each one of us has. Mm -hmm. And you actually blend so well together, and one becomes like other toward the end of this relationship. So, uh, so happy to be here with all of you on this wonderful day. Manisha, you want to add something? Uh, it's exactly true what you said, but uh, yes, the bonding is important and uh, like unconditional love and acceptance so what you said no one is perfect but uh, flexibility uh, with each other and acceptance so uh, that is really important uh, in order to live together uh, many years and you know and um, is, um, is, i was just uh, going to say that Yoga and Ayurveda practitioners together and practicing this has has created a lifestyle which is totally based upon that. This is something that not only we do for a living, but literally how how life gets created through that. So all the choices that you made uh, make for everyday living, if they are based on um, Ayurvedic and yogic wisdom, then it becomes much more easy, I would say. It does. I think, you know, for myself, um, being um, married to Amarnath uh, for many years, also, there are certain things that we have discovered. You know, one is that one of the keys uh, to harmony in relationship is having shared values. And, um, you know, this is what you're uh, referring to also. Um, you know, you don't have to think the same. You don't even have to have the same interests. I mean, that's kind of nice. But I notice sometimes people get together because they have the same 
same interest. You know, he likes to go skiing. I like to go skiing. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing. But though that changes, you know, your interests change through time, but your values are something deeper, you know, that will sustain you. So when we talk about yoga and Ayurvedic ways of life and lifestyle, there's a, there's a perspective on life and a value, um, that is at the core of that, that can be shared. And, uh, the other thing I would say, um, Dr. Suhasji is that, you know, as you were talking about your life unfolding with Dr. Manisha together over the years, um, I was thinking about, you know, how we understand that, um, your partner is going to change also through time. And you want that because you want to be dedicated to each other's unfoldment and be uh, part of their support. So, you know, Amarnat says, you know, he never knows, you know, exactly who I'm going to be the next day. <laughs> so he just, he just delights in um, my unfoldment, you know, in the person that, that I am, uh, the person that I am becoming. So tell us about um, how you approach self-care, um, because we understand, you know, um, in order to have a happy, healthy, loving relationship, um, we have to have uh, some stability in ourselves to be able to give to someone else. So Dr. Suhas, um, with regard, I mean, you've written these fabulous books that really at the heart are about, you know, self-realization and self-care. Um, with diet and sleep and Vedic counseling, the overall picture. But, you know, what is, how, how would you tell us um, that self-care is essential in our loving relationships? I think this is a great question, and you, you have talked about this beautifully in your own books, uh, Umaji, uh, where um, in order to thrive, you have to, you have to be willing to make the right kind of choices and be uh, self-discipline toward the ultimate goal is to be healthy and happy. Is that right? Because at the end of the day, that's where everything boils down to be, that you want to feel healthy and you want to be happy. So as a couple, if you're shopping in the right places, if you're shopping for the food choices, if you're both on the same page where what wholesome diet is, in spite of your different body types, if you agree that this is more of an ideal healthy breakfast that you want to have, this is the best time to, to meditate. This is the best time to go to bed. Uh, if you exercise together, if you hold hands and go for evening walks together, if you go to gym or go and do group yoga classes together, you have similar vacation ideas where you go to meditation retreats and, and have common interests, whether it's, uh, it's movies, books, or anything like that, which cultivate your positive thinking about each other. And more importantly, caring for your mind and body and, and the spiritual purpose of life. Another important thing that, that is often overlooked when we talk about the self-care is that we all have a different emotional makeup, the way we are born and raised. And as the first thing, you need to acknowledge who you are, where you are coming from, and help them probably uh, render a little bit more clarity on that. Because when you are together, you're not only just together with that person, but you're together with, with their families, with their friend circles, with their social circles, and things like that. So you're intersecting a much bigger, wider net that you have to be uh, a perfect individual. You have to be a good wife. You have to be a good daughter. You have to be a good grandmother. You have to be a good um, daughter-in-law. So many different roles that you have to play. 
and mm-hmm. same for men, same for women itself. So when you are practicing health and well-being together, it slowly brings the best out of you. And slowly as it starts bringing the best out of you, I have said that in my book, that as you are feeling healthy and happy, uh, you are attracting a very different destiny uh, for you. And as mm-hmm. a couple, you attract that destiny. You want it for each other. Because I think uh, there are core two uh, things that we are, I often tell my patients when we are talking about relationship counseling. One is strength and the other is courage. You need that. So when you are deeply loved uh, by someone, that gives you strength, that you are aware that this person loves me deeply and that gives you the moral strength to function, and that's your true north. And your ability to unconditionally love someone deeply gives you courage without their flaws or imperfections. You just love them deeply, and that gives you courage. And if you have the courage and strength, then you can function through the quagmire of life without any challenges. And we can we can support one another uh, along the way. You know, I think that's, um, you know, relationships, of course, really hone, hone our character. Um, you know, it's that we have this saying, you know, that it's easy to be a saint on a mountaintop, <laughs> but but when you're in a household with other people, um, you know, there are times when when you don't feel at your best. Um, you know, maybe you don't your self care is not optimal, and you get a little tired, and you know, and then you rub up against one another. So we have to learn how to bring our life back into balance, and being in relationship, you know, really. Um, exacerbates the need for self-care. Dr. Manisha, I'm I'm really interested in how you counsel women about this. And um, I, I mean, I guess that both men and women in their own way um, can get off balance, you know, um, with uh, w- with their life, you know, and put their self-care last. But, you know, women are a little bit famous for that um, in terms of, you know, now m- many are working, you know, of course, in the world, full-time jobs, and then they're still caring for a house and children and cooking and, you know, all of that. So um, yeah. how do you talk to women about uh, the priority of self-care? So self-care is really important, and you you need to understand who you are. You need to understand um, how gifted you are or how blessed you are, and then you need to find out all those, uh, you know, inner qualities, good qualities, because um, you need to love yourself. You you need to find your um, inner nature. And when you will feel good about yourself, then you will see good in everything, so it's it's totally changes the environment when mom is in good and happy mood at home and then you know it is it's good for uh, kids it's good for husband it's good for ev- everybody it, it just immediately changes the atmosphere that's what i think so it's really important first of all uh, to take care of um, yourself and then you should feel good about yourself but nowadays what i see women are struggling it's it's uh, because of our hectic lifestyle, as you said, yeah, women need to do everything. So it's just too much toll on on our system. And uh, but still, we need to find some time for ourselves that is important, and then um, it it will automatically happen that other people or uh, society or maybe uh, your family or friends they will also. Um, 
view they they will also change their viewing angle towards you and then uh, it's it's like give and take okay so if you if, if you love yourself that will that will uh make other people also oh they will also give you love okay so uh it, it's it's like uh, <clears throat> uh i i see uh, growing up in india we have um, a joint family and um, uh, my grandmother so she was very loving person and she used to take care of you know everybody in the household and um, what i see that all small children they also learn how to you know love or share or care to others and um, they they learn these because these are the important values in our life mm-hmm. and so and and, and especially as, as you say this women has uh, it's means god has given us uh, this feminine power or shakti um it's it's in our nature but we need to understand that and we shouldn't forget that and we should we should um, cultivate that and uh, we should we should um <clears throat> love uh, towards us and towards other people so and i i, I want to just is- um say that you know i think that especially <laughs> in in the west in the us um where we we tend not to have extended family support and we have a lot of you know isolation and um and stress and so both you Dr. Manisha and Dr. Suhas in your clinic in Santa Cruz arvedikhealing.net so both in person and online you're offering wonderful programs for people um to understand about self-care and all of its various permutations you know whether it has to do with diet and sleep and uh relationship So I find that sometimes you know we in order to change the system of um being out of balance you know we need help sometimes <laughs> and I know you both have helped me uh as well you know just to bring that balance back like having an advocate having a support person you know who can help you um say this is a priority now I'm going to turn my life around um you know sometimes your partner can do that for you sometimes a trusted friend but sometimes your ayurvedic physician is is really uh, a great support with regard to setting that uh, priority and beginning to change the pattern you know of putting your um self last and um being able to sort of turn that ship of your life so that you're you're focused on getting the deep self care um that that you need and setting up routines that are really supportive of that um Dr. Suhasji will you just share with us a little bit about daily routine that can be used for self care that and you know why it's so important to have that I I'll go there in a minute but just to add what what uh, both of you wonderful ladies were talking about is is so fascinating that in a in an ideal relationship it actually just boils down to one thing respect for the women in the family and that respect what is what is so unique as dr manisha was talking about that is that uh, here we are these women uh, in in 
whose breast humanity is nourished in their laps, the civilizations are cradled. Um, if if they are given a lot of love, attention, and respect, and that's the kind of need of the hour. So around the world, around the globe, in this Me Too kind of a situation, until and unless that is cultivated, uh, the core foundation of a relationship is not going to get stronger. So uh, the kids need to see that their father loves their mom a lot and respect their mom a lot, and that's how they are going to become be- better husbands and parents down the road. So this whole uh, thread of you watching healthy, happy relationship and you creating one is very important. It can go the other way around where you have seen something nasty, unhealthy, uh, which has created some fears, and that's what you lead into. So I think that that important point of, uh, of revering or having that respect for, for women, you call it in the name of um, Durga, Kali, Lakshmi, Uma, Parvati, whatever you call it, but, but that Shakti is so important yeah. because that's the hub of the wheel. That's the hub of the wheel of everything that is hinged together. And in order for us to probably create that kind of a feeling, uh, um, the the daily routine is very important, what time you wake up. So ideally, um, I'm not talking only about women, but even men. So ideally, if you're waking up close to sunrise in the morning and you engage into some kind of a self-care ritual where you do some physical exercise, you go out for a walk, you watch the sunrise somewhere together, uh, you are able to come back and give yourself an oil massage, take a nice hot shower, help each other prepare a nice, delicious, wholesome breakfast that you are able to enjoy together to a certain degree, and then allow the day to be started on a, on a note where you feel excited and vibrant to go out. More importantly, you are helping each other to make the right choice to have a decent meal in the middle of the day because that's a very important Vedic principle that you start your day doing some kind of a stress relaxation exercise, vigorous cardio before breakfast. You have a light, easily digestible breakfast because sunlight is very tender at that time and that's what your agni is barely waking up, so you should be eating a lighter breakfast. And then you have the main meal of the day, which should be nice and dense, filled with calories, not super heavy, but that will take you through all day long. And in the evening, the, the meal has to be light and soupy and a little bit less in quality and quantity in general, and it has to be taken at least three hours before you sleep. So more importantly, diet is a very important cornerstone to all this. What you eat is exactly what you become. What you digest is exactly what you're going to become. The second part is physical movement and exercise. So you need to commit yourself to a variety of different physical activity, whether it's the household shows or physical exercise, yoga, going to a gym, or having some fun-filled activities that you like to do could be sports. And then... When you are keeping your body a little bit more active and you are able to uh, allow yourself to get to bed at the right time, because getting to bed and sleeping at the right time. So there's a ritual, what we call it as Ratri Charya, right before you sleep. So you unwind from the day, you you have your gratitude prayer, you thank each other, you probably feel uh, the the need, the love, the warmth in each other's what they're going through, understand, maybe reciprocate some of the good or bad uh, phases of the patches each one of us uh, is going through. 
and probably lighten those moments, uh, create some degree of uh, lighter forms of entertainment, especially fun and laughter, and then slowly prepare yourself to retire for the bed with, with a very gentle few minutes of uh, meditation and a degree of gratitude and recapitulation for the next day. And as a couple, if you start doing that, I think the relationship is going to get deeper and deeper. And I think that's the whole value of doing something self-care. What you do is exactly what your kids are going to watch and become. So it's, it's always a good idea to start doing things for yourself, but also uh, showing them what they could be doing. So we see that in our kids also. So they have watched us doing these things all their lives, and unconditionally they start eating more or less the same kind of food, doing the same kind of things, and, and they are both healthy and happy in their own ways and being very productive and very functional with what they want to do with their lives. So I think, I think this is a whole trend, and if you have that whole um, you know, village that is going to support your evolution, and at the end of the day, we are, even though we are a couple, but uh, we have our own destination and our own evolution. So uh, finding that higher purpose for growth and developing newer skill sets and slowly helping each other to bring the best out of each other, I think that's the purpose and the wisdom of life. That is a, such a beautiful summary of um, how to have a supportive, loving relationship that includes, you know, self-care for, for both of you. And and I like, um, you know, thinking about what, what kind of rituals do we do together? You know, the, the way you describe the day um, made me think about there are certain rituals um, that we include in um, being uh, together. And uh, I know Amar and I have a ritual in our life. Every Friday night, we light candles together and we uh, say our prayers, you know, for our family. We, we bless our home and we bless our relationship. We, we offer a time of gratitude um, for the love that we share and we renew our wedding vows every week we do that so um, you're listening to the yoga hour with special guests on this valentine's day dr suhas sheer cigar and dr manisha sheer cigar and you can find out more about their work at ayurvedichealing.net and they're on facebook as well um, we're so happy that you have joined us today for the Yoga Hour. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about, I'd like to hear more about this um, Shiva and Shakti. Um, I really um, you know, appreciated, uh, Dr. Suhasji, your comments about respect for women. And I do think that is a key in uh, loving relationships. Of course, as a woman, I know we have to have self-respect, but uh, in our homes and in our culture, that respect for women is primary to harmony and well-being in, in the home and in the culture as well. So when we come back, let's talk more about this, um, this uh, Shiva and Shakti balance in our lives. We'll be right back with you. listening to Unity Online Radio. 
the voice of an awakening world. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach around the world, we depend on the generosity of listeners like you. If you enjoy the programming, please make your donation today by going to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. I heard from a young lady who was just starting out as a Unity minister, and she said, I am not teaching prosperity yet in my ministry because I have not yet demonstrated it in my own life. And I don't think I should teach what I have not demonstrated. And I wrote her back and said, Honey, you've got it all backwards. You need to teach what you want to learn. You teach what you want to demonstrate because you cannot demonstrate what you do not know. There must be an inworking before there can be an outworking. To find out more about Unity Teachings, visit unity.org. Are you a spiritual explorer? Enrich your journey by engaging in inspiring and uplifting online courses starting now. Powered by Unity Worldwide Spiritual Institute's world-class online learning management system, you can join in live or study at your own pace in the comfort of your home. Check out courses and topics like mindfulness meditation, grief management, spiritual growth, and a lot more. Get help and support to achieve your dreams. Find out more by going to unity.org slash spiritual explorers today. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. Take a trip with Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central and tune in to World Spirituality. A lifelong student and practitioner of many world spiritual teachings, Paul guides you to the unity and common values shared by all world religions. We really are all connected. Take a journey with Paul and explore our planet's spiritual landscape with insight, humor, and practical advice for all. Join the show with your question or comment right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. You're listening to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with your host, Yogacharya, Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Yogacharya O'Brien, and my guests today, um, we're recording this on Valentine's Day, are uh, Dr. Suhas Shersagar, uh, author of The Hot Belly Diet, 
And change your schedule, change your life. How to harness the power of clock genes to lose weight, optimize your workout, and finally get a good night's sleep. And he's co-author as well with Dr. David Frawley uh, on the wonderful book, The Art and Science of Vedic Counseling. And Dr. Manisha Shirsagar, who is um, author of the beautiful book, Enchanting Beauty, Ancient Secrets to Inner, Outer, and Lasting Beauty. And Ayurveda, a quick reference guide. Um, Dr. Manisha, um, before we move on to, you know, how do we balance this uh, Shiva Shakti energy in relationships, um, we were just talking about rituals of self-care that help to keep love alive. And um, so I'd like to hear from you on that. What kind of daily ritual for self-care do you see helps to keep uh, love alive? Uh, Yes. So Dr. Suhas was talking about all this um, exercise and um, daily routine and diet and all those things. But there is another important thing that's, uh, regarding uh, Ayurvedic aspect. It's Abhyanga, what we say, self-massage. Um, so that is also important. So self-care, it's like love towards your body or harmony towards your body or um, compassion, kindness towards towards your body. It is really important because uh, the more compassion and understanding you generate for yourself, um, the more your inner beauty grows. And so uh, how, how we will cultivate that? So a simple solution I always suggest to my um, clients is Abhyanga, is the self-massage. You just need 5-10 minutes and it's with nice warm oil you just apply uh, to your body and uh, it releases the oxytocin. So oxytocin is a hormone, uh, what we called is a bonding hormone or loving hormone. And that helps for more love and care and uh, uh, and and bonding. So it is it is a really simple tool, and it's really effective. So I think uh, that's what I wanted to add. This um, one thing that either before you go to bed or. Um, Make make your um, evening ritual, um, massage yourself or, or give massage to your partner, your husband, your kids. And kids love massages because when they come home uh, <clears throat> from school, they are tired. And right now, our world is like uh, vata aggravating, you know, it's just more stressful life. So it just helps to calm down your nervous system because there are same neurotransmitters on your skin, um, what we have in our nervous system. So whatever we put on our skin, that uh, immediately goes into your nervous system. So when we put warm oil on our skin, it just calms down your nervous system. So I think it is a really good tool. Um, if you if you have some time, or just take some time for that, and then just massage yourself and your partner or your kids. So that is really important. Mm. I think that uh, uh, you can hear the passion in her voice, and and it's it's totally based upon this Ayurvedic wisdom, where it says, aging is drying. So. If you are becoming more and more dry and shriveled, you're more increasing your aging uh, pace. So mm. dehydration is aging, and rehydration, remoisturization, is reversal of aging. 
So all the oleation, lubrication, the Sanskrit word sneha means love. Mm. That's a beautiful, it's a beautiful term, beautiful way to think about. Absolutely, absolutely. Self-nurturing. And, and, you know, when we talk about these practices, of course, you know, it's easy to think, well, I don't have time, you know, I don't have time for that. But um, really, when we take time for self-care, for meditation, for proper diet, um, for um, abhyanga practice of just as Dr. Manisha said, you know, just five, 10 minutes um, where you can actually feel um, through this self-massage practice, you can actually feel that you are caring for yourself. You are loving the body. Um, you are nurturing yourself in a very deep way. And, you know, what I find is that it helps to balance me, you know, and it makes me actually more efficient. Whenever I think I don't have time, you know, I don't have enough time, don't have enough time to meditate deeply, don't have enough time for for self-massage, then, you know, I am setting up a trajectory of my day for failure, you know, because I am being taken over by, you know, uh, Dr. Suhas, uh, as you were talking about too, this dryness, this vata mind, you know, that then is allowed to run rampant, you know, like the, like the hare in the Alice in Wonderland, you know, there's not enough time, there's not enough time. Um, but we can actually change our relationship to time um, through these self-care practices. Sort of, you know, my experience is just like expand, you know, expanding our um, uh, our potential in time. It's an interesting uh, contrast. So I say don't buy into that not enough time um, because you're just exacerbating it, you know, when you when you believe you don't have enough time. Have to make time and then you change your perception of it and your relationship to it. But um, Dr. Zuashu, you, you've written a whole book about that, our relationship this to time. This is actually a true story. I, I remember a, a, a client of mine, um, as Dr. Manisha was saying, was all vata imbalanced. I just told her to do this hot oil massages on a regular basis uh, and see what happens. She was worried about she's not able to attract a decent relationship, not feeling grounded. She started doing these hot oil massages to her whole body, including scalp and everything. She started enjoying that for about 15, 20, 30 minutes. He, she commented, these are her words, that she fell in love uh, of her own body. So her own touch, rubbing and massaging, caressing herself was actually creating, making this feeling as if she was falling in love of her own body. And it was just in a couple of weeks as she started feeling good about herself, she was able to attract a very healthy, happy, decent relationship, which she is still enjoying right now. So she, she that attributes is, that, that to that, that ritual. That is such a good point because I'm sure that not everyone listening today is in a relationship uh, with a partner, but of course we are all in relationship with ourselves. And so if you want to attract a partner in your life, I know this from my own experience, um, the key to that really is um, self-awareness, self-care, um, and really self-love, uh, and I don't mean that uh, narcissism, but, you know, uh, love for the true self, um, so that you become an attractive person um, at a very deep level. And just as the story you just told, you know, being able to attract someone instead of the mindset going out looking for someone, going online looking for someone, 
um, you know, first we need to find ourself and then uh, we can attract that right partner into our life. And that seems to, you know, maybe move us into the, finding this balance in our life of uh, this Shiva Shakti uh, energy. Uh, Dr. Suhasji, you were talking about, you know, this feminine energy in the world that that must be respected if we're going to be in balance in our personal life, in our family life, and really in our global life. We see that out of balance and, you know, a call for respecting, understanding Shakti. And of course, ultimately, we need the respect for both uh, masculine and feminine energies. So, uh, uh, Dr. Manisha, perhaps you you can begin to tell us about how we find balance with Shiva and Shakti in our lives. Shiva and Shakti, these are, uh, <clears throat> even though it's both uh, a separate entity, but um, it's 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 the same. It's um, they are they are kind of uh, together, and in yoga also, it's it's like um, you know when we when we say. Um, uh, Shiva and Shakti as the cosmic dual principle. Okay, and then uh, <clears throat> it's it's like um, in in yoga, um, which is what we say. It's like a natural uh, process of like integration and transformation through action. Um, so it's um, Shiva. Shiva is like a pure being, and then uh, I would say Shakti is like. A, a power uh, when we when we say feminine shakti or feminine power to become uh, and even though they both are uh, separate but it's without each other uh, uh, it's 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 uh, it means it's the creation with the together and uh, shiva is like uh, i would say intrinsic reality and then um, shakti is like a, like a action it's 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 a power uh, so it is. It is re- when we when we do yoga or uh, uh, when we do um, uh, walk or swimming. We have, according to Ayurveda, what we say there are left and right. There is uh, feminine and uh, masculine um, uh, power or shakti. On the left side is feminine, and on the right side is masculine. And um, in yoga also we say Ida and Pingala or uh, Yin and Yang, and um, so we need to we we need to bind all these the shaktis together, even though they are in separate on left and right or hot and cold, um, but we need to unite them uh, properly, and and that's that's the ultimate goal. Uh, <clears throat> that's how we create the pure consciousness and we give more strength to the consciousness so b- bonding together that shiva and shakti uh, it's it's like uh, it's like a samadhi it's like the ultimate goal mm-hmm. like uh, and- power of bliss <laughs> yeah beautifully beautifully explained dr suhasji what would you say about shiva and well, shakti I think, energies I think- she is absolutely right because even though it apparently looks as two diverse things, that Shiva is considered this male uh, silent witnessing principle and Shakti is considered to be this female female, um, uh, dynamic uh, principle itself and masculine and feminine in their energies as such. But these these are the initial matrix of creation. 
so even when we say as a matter that matter is is impossible to conceive without its qualities embedded in it so every little thing that we see in the universe has a qualitative attribute to it and those qualitative aspect in any matter is the prakriti principle and the matter itself devoid of qualities just its state of being is shiva and that purusha and prakriti blend or shiva and shakti blend is the initial impulse of creation according to vedic tradition we manifest this world which is appreciated through sensory faculties and appreciate the qualities of the the prakriti or the feminine self so the word prakriti means procreation how it gets created and that is exactly what the feminine principle of shakti is all about it's full of qualities so that is the saguna aspect of it and shiva is the nirguna aspect of it why do we need to know this in relationship because uh, one of the person in any relationship has to be passive has to be silent has to be witnessing has to be observing has to be accepting and the other person has to be dynamic colorful presenting with the qualities and you don't have to have just one person at time but at different times you have to assume different roles in order to be in a shiva role or in a shakti role itself because that's the only way you're going to actually make this work i see so many uh, couples in which uh, the women is very very masculine very dynamic very male uh, quality thinking logical rational behavior very mathematical linear analytical um very stimulating and heating and aggressive in nature and men are very gentle kind and uh, loving and caring and sharing uh, and they they balance each other's uh, opposite qualities to a certain extent so in a relationship it's very very important to find your shiva self and your shakti self to a greater extent and and we call it as yoga of relationship and this yoga of relationship is the fusion of these opposite qualities that go hand in hand together even shiva is depicted as ardhanari nateshwar which is half man half women itself so that perfect blend of your masculine feminine qualities to manifest the life of your dreams together is the key and everything that you do as dr manisha was saying even simple walking is the act of neuroplasticity integrating the right and left hemisphere of your brain and the whole body is is paired opposite your hands muscles tendons ligaments bones everything is paired half in the right and left side of the body itself eyes sensory organ faculties itself so with each asana with each alternate nostril breathing synchronized massages that's what we do here in panchakarma especially for couple when they go through panchakarma and you are doing uh, two people doing a synchronized massage for the body it fuses the right and left it fuses the the opposite qualities of uh, hot and cold in the body itself and kind of creates neurogenesis new formation new neuronal connections in the brain itself so Uh, i think this whole concept is not an ancient outdated concept but this is very practical very scientific in the form of the blending of the masculine and the feminine energy and if you are able to develop these qualities at different times and use this archetypes these are all archetypes where you need to understand these models and create words lingo language qualities whether you are willingly able to accept each other as they are whether you are willing to um, create a degree of trust and honesty mutual respect 
loyalty towards each other, trying to be present and witness and listen to each other, also being affectionate and passionate about each other, having lightness or a sense of humor. Um, more importantly, you may want to maintain your individuality in a relationship, but still kind of understand the quality of support and sharing that you do with each other. So all of these things with, with almost a degree of gratitude to have each other in your life is so important. So as you evolve together, these qualities don't really remain out there. It is something that uh, gets slowly infused in your thinking, in your behavior, in your mentality. And that's the kind of world, that's the kind of life that you create together. Mm, and I really, I liked what you were saying, especially about noticing how this energy of Shiva uh, or Shakti can be um, present in at various times uh, in each individual in different ways. So, you know, in you're in a relationship and you're in the mode of needing to be there uh, for your partner, you know, as a loving, caring witness, right? To be that presence of higher consciousness, higher awareness that is simply witnessing and being that uh loving presence of space for them to express and to share. And then the Shakti energy that is, you know, sharing and um, moving um, and, and going through changes. So I, I like that to think about that model, how we, you know, move from expressing that uh, Shakti energy to the Shiva presence, you know, in relationship, we move in and out of that. Um, coming from, you know, within us and our own need and the need of the relationship, as opposed to thinking, you know, Shiva energy is always, you know, the male externally and the and Shakti is always the woman um, externally. So um, to understand that 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 our whole our whole being is that combination is um, is really supportive for us, I think, in our relationships. And it's not only just up there mentally, intellectually, or emotionally. It is at a molecular level. So even the hormones that we talk about can be divided into right and left, uh, hot and cold. So like uh, estrogen is a heating hormone. Uh, Progesterone, which is progestation, is a cooling hormone. Uh, Cortisol is a cooling hormone. Testosterone is a heating hormone. Oxytocin is a cooling hormone. So down to the molecular level, everything can be divided. And based upon how your mind is working, you can create these uh, fountains or juices uh, for youthfulness uh, related with hormones. Uh, You can unleash a complete different neuropharmacology. And I think we are painfully realizing that how our thoughts affect our, our building blocks of the body itself. And I think Vedic literature, Vedic wisdom um, has carved out a perfect template how to do that. Mm, absolutely. And, um, you know, for both of you um, as Ayurvedic physicians, you know, just how important it is um, that you're holding up this lamp of, um, you know, this ancient wisdom uh, for us to, to understand 
um, how our body, mind, spirit, you know, our, our, our soul, our essence, ourself are, are really working um, as one unit and that our self-care needs to include all um, aspects of our being. Um, I'd like to just turn our attention for a moment um, to the, um, the to the Purusharthas, you know, to these Vedic aims of four aims for a happy, happy healthy, spiritually conscious life and talk about a little bit of if we can in the time we have left about how um, this impacts uh, relationship. Uh, Dr. Suhashji, you mentioned in the beginning a bit about how we can grow together in these life stages. Um, what about the goals of life? How do we support each other in living with the higher purpose, um, fulfilling our destiny in this lifetime, having a dharmic life? Um, how do we support each other with that? Well, I think um, it's, it's very important because as you are living together, as you are growing together, as you are becoming more and more mature in a relationship, uh, the dharma aspect is very important to do your rightful duty to for your moral conduct, um, how to be an ideal husband or an ideal wife or an ideal partner, as you would say, uh, in, in a standard relationship. It's not only your role or responsibilities towards each other, but towards what it brings into your life, whether it's uh, parenting, whether it's taking care of each other's families, or taking care of this and still step out of the house and be a breadwinner. So the roles do not remain stationary uh, given to you. They are constantly dynamic and evolving. So dharma is a dynamic word where you need to understand what is your given role in a given situation. And uh, we always get sometimes confused to un- uh, not able to understand that what am I supposed to do in here. But I think, I think realizing, having that pause, having that buffer moment to regroup yourself and ask that what is the right thing for me to do in here, and that will come through meditative contemplative practice. That is very, very important for each person, uh, not only in, uh, in a relationship, but in every situation in life. We need to change our outlook towards money, towards artha, towards abundance. And you wrote a beautiful, beautiful book of Jewel of Abundance, which actually talks about it, that our wealth is of many fold. Having a decent relationship, having a healthy body is also a sort of health that you want to attract. Having numerous friends that you can count on is also a true wealth. So how do you actually manifest this? So along with dharma, when you're doing the rightful duty, you kind of automatically manifest these different types of wealth in your life. And you are able to enjoy it with a degree of balance. That's what karma is all about. So uh, enjoyment is the purpose of human life itself without getting over bored or overindulgent about anything. Uh, you need to really enjoy the pleasures, whether it's food, whether it's sex, whether it's uh, activities outdoor, whatever you want to enjoy the comforts of life, you should be able to do that with the degree of abundance and the balance of your sensory faculties. So if you are able to enjoy that, and I think sexual relationship uh, in a, in a, in a, for a couple or in a, in a relationship is very important in order to bring that quality of love and affection and abundance at that level for each other is equally important. And together, create a journey towards evolution and self-care and self-love and finding your greater purpose and spiritual path of your life. So... Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha, they are not uh, compartmentalized where you do first and then you go to the second, then you do to the third, then to the fourth. In every moment, 
you are able to infuse all the four of them together. And I think that is the wisdom where you are uh, mindfully present, you are self-aware with what you are doing, you are in a state of moksha while you are still enjoying the karma, while you are still enjoying the abundance and doing the rightful act and the duty that you are doing. So it goes hand in hand together. And this is something doesn't have to be studied, you don't have to go to school there, but slowly evolve into something where these virtues will become personified in how you think, how you walk around, what you manifest, what you write about, what you talk, how your outlook is. This is, this is something so unique. And this is something which is, which is rare to find that we are able to actually find these kind of people who are effortlessly um, enjoying or including these things in their day-to-day living. And you have offered such a great overview of this path of spiritually uh, awakened living and bringing these awareness of these purusharthas, these uh, four aims of life into our relationship. And I really want to thank you both, Dr. Suhas Ji and Dr. Manisha Ji, for being uh, with me this morning uh, on the Yoga Hour. And I I want to um, point you to their website, which is Ayurvedic Healing. Net, and know that you can find them also on Facebook. And also, I want to invite you to join all of us. Um, if you're local in the Bay Area, we'll be in Santa Cruz uh, next Friday, February 22nd at 7 p.m. at Pacific Cultural Center in Santa Cruz, um, well, where I'll be offering some insights from the new book, uh, The Jewel of Abundance, and we'll be uh, sharing Kirtan with musicians from Mount Madonna Center. So we wish you a love on this um, Valentine's Day, and uh, we're just going for the closure now. And uh, Dr. Manisha, I would like to just give the last word to you. We have about 15 seconds. Okay. So uh, without health, we won't be able to achieve all these uh, four goals or these four purusharthas, what Dr. Suhas was talking about. So um, our priority is uh, towards health. Health is wealth. So uh, I think boost your health by loving and caring relationship with a positive mindset or positive attitude. And I think we should celebrate Valentine's every day, not only once a year. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Suha Shir Sagard. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 